For Monday, August 23, the 235th day of 2021, there are 130 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Busy weekend, tragic in some areas. Going to have day number 11 of Where's Quacky, and we'll have the water cooler question. It will be your chance to win. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling in to my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's speech. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. It's Monday, but I'm good. Yeah, well, it'll be, your week's going to be broken up by a little <laughs> milestone halfway through or a little over halfway through. So it'll be out of the ordinary week for you. Uh, you I do need you to confess something this morning. Oh, you, along with 62% of Americans, are plastic hoarders. That is true. Fair enough. Yes. Um, we, the the collective we, we have them in our house, but I think most people, most Americans have bags of plastic bags. That's true. Drawers full of plastic forks, knives, forks, knives and spoons, mm-hmm. and cabinets <laughs> of old plastic containers. Or a pantry bag that has plastic containers. We, yes. we have a tendency to, I don't know if it's because we know that plastic is indestructible and there will, there will always be a use for it, but whether it's butter bowls or Cool Whip bowls or <laughs> any plastic container, it goes into, because they're, A, they're good for leftovers, right. and you never quite need, know when you might want to have a picnic or something right. like that, and you need to be able to, but it's the bags of bags that kind of you know, gets to me. It's like, we've got bags full of bags. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Glasgow. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. I, you're saying that? I might need to start making a pot of coffee right now. What, it's going to uh, be a late night yeah, on Friday. Glasgow, uh, the Cougars will be on the road to Glasgow. The 1-0 and o Grayson County Cougars. Is that the, t- the tobacco stick over there behind you leaning up against I, the I window? Wish, I wish. I still have yet to, to come within five feet of it. Huh. You'd think you've been around long enough they'd let you touch the tobacco stick. Yeah, I guess I, I haven't reached that, reached that level yet. <laughs> 
Cougars victorious Friday night. That's an uh, understatement. Uh, in, they made a statement. Uh, and what? Oh, what's this just in? Grayson County just scored again. I'm oh, sorry. That was, uh, uh, but before we get to the other headlines of the day, this made me laugh. There was lots of sports stuff going on, lots of news in general. Did you see the golf ball that landed in the man's shirt on the PGA Tour event this weekend? No, I missed this. Hideki Matsuyama hit a ball, an errant tee shot, and it bounced twice off of the uh, cart path. And then hit this guy, if you're watching, you hit this guy's knee, and then it bounced up and went under his shirt and stayed there. So what's the what's the rule? So they had to get a rules official over there that once they identified that this ball was in this guy's shirt, they just had to let him stand, and he pulled his shirt out, <laughs> and it bounced, and that's where it landed, and that's where Hideki Matsuyama had to play sure, it from. I'm sure Matsuyama said, hey, go stand by the hole there. You know, <laughs> go stand on the green. Yeah. You inch, can't make that up. That's hilarious. Inch over there to a better lie for me. I mean, what, what are the odds just, of that? I don't know. It's it's uh, it's impressive because it had already hit twice, and then to, I thought it was going to be maybe in the guy's shirt pocket. You know, even that would have been monumental. And would they have scored that a hole in one I, if it went in the I guy's think shirt? That'd pocket? have been more impressive I, than. I know. So it just kind of got lodged in there, and interesting. He was. He was. You know, he was of similar size to myself. You can get lost in there if you're not if you're not careful. So there's uh, he had to stand up and just let the ball go where the ball was going to go. If you've not already noticed, get ready for a long, intense week of heat and humidity. We're going to see actual highs in some portions of the region above 95. I think today's high here between the lakes maybe is going to be I don't know 92 something in that uh, something in that range. But we're going to see heat index. That's going to climb and be above 100 much of the week, maybe even higher. Uh, rain chances are going to be quite low, certainly until we get into the latter portion of the week. And so this probably is going to be, I, I hope that when it's all said and done, we can say this was the hottest week of the year because I'd like to see a little more relief in sight. You know, by the time you get to this time next week, you're going to be staring Labor Day weekend in the in the face. You'll at least be able to see it. Uh, on the horizon, so maybe our weather conditions will start to improve and become a little more favorable. But uh, hot today, nearly no chance of rain. Partly cloudy, 77 tonight, hot again tomorrow, a high. I think, you know, we're going to here in the Grayson County area, I think you can look at 92, 93. If you get closer to Louisville, I think you're going to be seeing highs above 95. That's where the more concrete and asphalt and structures you have, the more of a heat island that you have just makes it more hot and more oppressive especially so. when you're looking at tomorrow you're gonna we're gonna be out on the pitch it's gonna oh, yeah. be a warm night warm yeah. evening on the on the pitch yeah, it's gonna be gonna be rough maybe uh, ted lasso will show up maybe by the way i never got to uh, over the did you watch ted lasso this weekend i did not i never did get around to it as well so well, i looked uh, up that the the seasons run through like october 22nd oh yeah so, so i've got a while got a until while. It'll I be can binge Thanksgiving it. before you can get a long enough weekend to binge it maybe uh tragic uh, weekend in Middle Tennessee for the people of Waverly, Tennessee, which is about 60 miles west, so 60 miles toward Memphis Way from Nashville. At least 22 people were killed. Rescue crews searched desperately yesterday amid shattered homes, tangled debris for dozens of people still missing after record-breaking rain sent floodwaters surging through this Middle Tennessee uh, rural town. 
Saturday's flooding took out roads, cell phone towers, telephone lines, poles. So not only was it bad, but it left them uh, unable, unable to communicate and kind of understand maybe how their friends and neighbors were faring. But uh, many of the missing uh, live in the neighborhoods where the water rose the fastest. This is in Humphrey, Humphreys County, uh, the sheriff there. The dead included uh, twin babies who were swept from their father's arms, according to surviving family members. Also a foreman at Loretta Lynn's ranch there uh, perished in that, the sheriff of the county. It's about 18,000 people. And uh, they got up to 17 inches of rain in less than 24 hours. And the majority of that was even was in an even much shorter period of time. Uh, it, you know, I, ha- I heard people ask, say, well, is this area prone to flooding? I think a- any area was prone to flooding when you get 17 inches of rain, which would be a lot of their annual total. I mean, a significant amount of their annual total. Uh, it's a, the one day rainfall record for anywhere in Tennessee was shattered by more than uh, three inches, according to the National Weather Service. I mean, that's so, that's, that's a so lot, sad. a lot of rain. I mean, it's in such a short period of time, and just you know, it, it just uh, we know how you know we know how a quick you know two three inches of rain here over a very short period of time can. I mean, the road I live us. on floods every time. So yeah, I, I, absolutely. I'd need a boat especially those low-lying areas. Uh, Also on Saturday, probably in Kentucky, the biggest news of the day was the Supreme Court ruling that basically says um, that Governor Andy Beshear has to bring the legislature into uh, the loop when having elongated uh, emergencies. Basically, the Supreme Court saying that the laws that the legislature passed in the uh, in the uh, in the session back earlier this year should not have been injuncted, and the Supreme Court ordered a lower court to dissolve its injunction, keeping those laws from becoming. Uh, effective. So it basically is saying that the governor beyond that, it, it kind of redefines the level and the extent of which his emergency powers are are valid and how long he can go before he has to engage with the legislature. And so, um, you know, I, I think there are a lot of Kentuckians, not just legal scholars. And the opinion, by the way, is very interesting. If you are uh, maybe interested in the law and how it works, the opinion was a little more broader than just the, the tip of the iceberg that I just but I, that I gave you. But basically, if you're keeping score, it was a Daniel Cameron win, legislature win, and Andy Bashir loss. But then allies of Bashir, they immediately start saying, okay, well, where's the legislature's plan? You know, we've heard all along what you don't like about the governor's decisions and the decisions that he's made. Where's we know what you don't like. Now, where's your plan to do something, you know, to do something different? And I have had I am certainly for the uh, balance of powers and powers being questioned and called into check and understanding where they're fair if they you know protect Kentuckians and Americans for that matter. But I also uh, have, I think, been pretty vocal about the concerns that I have that when decisions actually need to be made real time, like when you get troubling news that when when decisions made over a couple of days, so if you're in your 32nd day of an emergency or your 33rd day of an emergency, just for the sake of, of argument, I've, I've never found the legislature to be particularly agile in reacting to uh, a crisis, you know, and that's kind of what we entrust 
governors to do, presidents to do, etc. Now, turn that coin over. A governor, a president, can't also hide behind these executive powers to circumvent the legislature and say, I'm going to do whatever I want to do because it's my only recourse because you have supermajorities against me in the legislature. So this is going to be a really... Um, you know, leaders of the of the both chambers of the legislature say we stand by ready to cooperate and work with the governor. Um, OK, I mean, that that sounds good. You know, be ready. Uh, likely there will be some type of special session. Does this dissolve his executive order that he passed last week? Um, I, these are things that about were, the masks, about the masks, well, or I guess no, two weeks ago. No, because that's I think from what I understand, that's unrelated because it's the Board of Education that that has initiated that okay but the point is this if they they did theirs based upon the governor doing his and they gave him a little bit additional cover so i'm not saying the mask issue is mm -hmm. going away but is the one that he wrote is that still valid or is it invalidated or my the reason that i bring it up is that i kind of want to look at the calendar and go okay well here we are on august the 23rd and for us if you're listening live in the nine o'clock central time hour now we know where we are to this point in the covid 19 pandemic all right so be it for good be it for bad there has been loss there has been you know we we know where we are whether you feel good or you feel bad Let's look back at this day and say this is when the trajectory of some of the decision-making changed. Will we be better? Will we be worse? Like the, there, Supposedly, there should be a difference going forward because you have more people at the table making decisions. So let's just look back at this day when we get into the future and go, was this good? Did, did it help us or did it hurt us? And I certainly hope that it helped us you know, in the, in the long run. So. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they're going to work together. <laughs> Kumbaya. Uh, bad news uh, and sad news for a longtime member of the legislature, Brent Yontz, from down at uh, in Muhlenberg County. He sponsored mine safety legislation, led a key house panel during his long legislative career. He'd become a staple in Frankfurt. He was sent uh, sent home. He was defeated in that big wave, that big big Republican wave in 2016, which was actually you know the anti-Hillary vote that just kind of swept so many Republicans in the Southeast United States, in particular, into power. And uh, he lost his battle after uh, uh, he died after having a COVID-19 battle infection. So that's sad news to pass along. Also, Phil Valentine, conservative talk show host who had been, you know, pretty direct about, um, you know, did, wasn't sure if the COVID vaccine was the right move, et cetera. He lost his life and lost his battle due to COVID. Uh, that was sad to report. And we've got a couple of other Kentuckians, not necessarily COVID related, but we'll talk about that uh, before the morning is over. Now, this week has been designated by Governor Bashir as the Healthcare Heroes Appreciation Week. I think probably if they ever if they ever needed to be uh, appreciated, it's certainly now. I'd be fine uh, if they just said the rest of 2021. It's your appreciation. Yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> you all deserve high level of appreciation. Or and, we and, switch off one week's them, the next week's educators. Yeah, dealing with you know just in uncharted uh, territories as well. So. 
The declaration is in honor of the doctors, nurses, hospital, and clinic staff and others who have helped the Bluegrass State during the COVID-19 pandemic. Ellis Park had a very uh, strange weekend. On Saturday, most of the state, certainly the Twitter sphere, was sharing this two-year-old filly who got loose uh, headed for the starting gate, the filly threw her jockey, <laughs> hopped over a levee, and made a break for Indiana. So she's headed, if you're watching, she's headed away from Indiana. She's wearing her silks, and she's just off and, off and running. I love her so much. Her name, and it's very <laughs> apropos of her name, Bold and Bossy is her name. And what's funny is she's not too far from Bossy High School right there when she's where she's running in the infamous Bossy Field. Um, they finally so she had been she had been trailered in from Lexington. So she had come from Keeneland only recently. And as I, I don't know anything about horses, but or not nearly enough to talk about it. But what I have studied this morning is that horses in that situation want to run home. She didn't know where home was because she had just come from Lexington mm-hmm. within the last few days. And also reports are because she had the blinkers on. She couldn't see. Not left turn, right turn. Mm-hmm. Blink, 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 blink. <clears throat> the blinders on. She couldn't see. And so they had to be almost right in front of her in order for her to see. So she was just scared and running and wasn't sure where to go. I heard when they got her, she was very dehydrated. Yeah, sure. I think she's okay, though. She All is okay. Other, she threw a couple of shoes. Uh, maybe lo- had a little flesh wound from her. One of her rear hooves had. Uh, had maybe impacted her one of her front legs uh, in that. But all in all, she's fine. And so that got a lot of, well, she's fine, so everybody can laugh about it type of thing. But then Saturday night, a tragic fire at Ellis Park that destroyed a barn. Luckily, no horses horses or humans were lost in that process. And so, um, but it was a very, the video of that is very... Um, yeah. Amazing to see. So uh, at K105.com, you can read about a Fordsville man killed in a single vehicle accident. That was uh, a tragedy happened over the weekend. Sam had a uh, great weekend as a Reds fan. Yeah, we did. Uh, The Reds beat the Marlins uh, 3-1 to yesterday to sweep that series. Uh, I'm not sure when Chase Blaine thinks the weekend starts, but the Twins... <laughs> well, they did not lose yesterday. The, no, they did not lose yesterday. They will probably lose today again, but uh, the Yankees now have a, well, at least last check, have a two-game lead you're, in the wild you're, card. You're not even mentioning The Reds are now in the wild card. The Reds have a one-game lead in the wild card. Yeah, the did. Yankees uh-huh. have a two-game lead in the wild card over the, over, the, over the A's. Are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's, that's fine with me. You all duke it out. I don't. Uh, I don't really mind. Ryan Blaney won at Michigan International Speedway yesterday. In a race that had a couple of late cautions. The regular season for NASCAR ends this Saturday night at Daytona. Did you see what he does when he wins? Ryan Blaney. He did something different, um, and I think. Christy, you'd appreciate this. What he does is, so you know the checkered flag in NASCAR that they win? He finds a kid. He finds a kid and gives the the checkered flag to. So it was this little boy who was probably about three years old got the checkered flag. That's sweet. I did catch some of that yesterday. Uh, And then a couple of Kentuckians. The weekend started poorly as far as losing a Kentuckian. Then we learned that uh, Don Everly from down in Muhlenberg County and one of the prides of uh, Central City in that area has passed away at age 84. But that was after only learning on 
uh, Friday about the loss of the great Tom T. Hall, who is uh, from Eastern Kentucky, living in Tennessee. Uh, Don Everly was also living in Tennessee, but it led me all weekend to trying to figure out. I mean, you know I love this Tom T. Hall song, but so many other great Tom T. Hall songs that I don't know, you know. Do I have to play this video again when this song's playing? No. The, the, oh well, I mean, faster horses it seemed very seemed very appropriate. He said it don't. There's um. He's gonna try and play another song. Uh, there's the year that Clayton Delaney died. I don't know if you know this that. This is very cool. Uh, you don't want to hear that one. Um, yeah, I don't think that's a Tommy T. Hall yeah, song. Yeah, it's not a Tom T. Hall song. It's some type of advertising that's playing. But many people don't know, maybe don't know, that Tom T. Hall wrote the Jeannie C. Riley song, Harper Valley PTA. Oh. So okay. let, me, let me tell you a little story about the Harper Valley Widowed Wife. It's actually a Tom T. Hall song. So hmm. losing a couple of uh, infamous Kentuckians over the, the weekend. Here's the Clayton Delaney. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Day number 11 of uh, Where's Quacky is coming right up here on In the Know. He laid down the rest one afternoon and never opened up his eyes. They hired me. She walked through the corn leading down to the river. Her hair shone like gold in the hot morning sun. She took all the love that a poor boy could give her and left me to die like a fox on the run. This segment of In the Know is brought to you by Midpark. Midpark's been a locally owned family business for over 40 years. The company is comprised of multi-site manufacturing divisions, specializing in custom fabrication, roll forming, CNC machining, and much more. In their new location at 2555 Brandenburg Road, tomorrow they are having a job fair from 10 to 4. A job fair at the new location of Midpark tomorrow, 10 to 4, 2555 Brandenburg Road. Uh, job starting at $15 per hour. Great local company, Midpark. You can participate in the job fair tomorrow between 10 and 4. Day number 11 of Where's Quacky. Uh, we'll have uh, we'll have Friday's winner for you, and just uh, later on we'll tell you who the big winner was. But uh, Friday, Quacky spent the day at the uh, lake there at the Grayson County Detention Center at their pavilion area. I thought it was odd. Quacky was trying to kind of go scout out last year's location. Mm -hmm. That's where the Ducking Hunger (laughs) Regatta was last Labor Day. Uh, This year, we'll relocate back to its former home at the Litchfield Aquatic Center. But Quacky spent the day on Friday at the Grayson County County Detention Center. And a beautiful area out there. And today is day number 11 of Where's Quacky. Go on over to the K105 Facebook page. And you'll see this photo there, and you need to, in the comments section, tell us where Quacky is spending the day, and you will uh, potentially win a K105 t-shirt and have your very own duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta. I have no idea. You did, I knew immediately. <clears throat> I have no idea. There's one telltale clue in there that if you're a longtime resident of the area... And I am not. ...that uh, <laughs> it stood out like, oh, yeah. I Do kn- you know, I know where it is? I know where um, it is. I have a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, well, to be clear, I've not seen this piece that's featured in the photo, mm-hmm. but there was something in the photo that said, I know, 
I got it. Well, be sure you head on over to the K105 Facebook page yeah, and put to, your answer I need in. to do that. By the way, I already have my ducks. <laughs> you need to get your ducks, gc-alliance.com. They're $5 each. It's a fundraiser, uh, the largest fundraiser of the year for the Grayson County Alliance and for the uh, great work that they do there. So gc-alliance.com, and make sure you play Danny number 11 of Where's Quacky. Today is Buttered Corn Day. You had corn on the cob yesterday. Was it buttered, or did you have it without butter? Uh, I don't have to have butter. Okay. And I've actually been having corn on the cob for over a week. Well, yes, but I knew you did yesterday because you also Mm -hmm. told me you cleaned up the bowl that the corn was in, so that must mean you Mm -hmm. cleaned up the corn. I did. Uh, It is also... I can eat it cold. Cuban sandwich day. Oh, damn. That would be really good. Mm -hmm. Not what you had for Super Bowl this year? Um, I did have, uh, we did have Cuban sandwiches. Yes. Cause that's why I bought well, the new panini press. There's a decent chance you might get it again this year. Yeah, there is a decent, uh, decent chance of that. Although <laughs> did you, do we have to wait for Super Bowl? For no, that? we don't. Uh, the, the Titans <laughs> just absolutely manhandled the bucks, well, but, but it's not an hey, apples on apples. It wasn't just the Titans. The Bengals beat them too. Uh, yeah. So I, I think maybe it's the, ba- maybe you're going to eat Cincinnati chili. They're not playing 12. You know, twelve's not playing yet. So when twelve starts playing, twelve played against the Bengals. He did mm-hmm. not he, much though, right? He went one of four and got sacked. It's also ride <laughs> the wind day today. Uh, fly in an airplane, fly a kite. You could parachute. You could bungee jump. You could hang glide. You could ride a motorcycle. You could even hop in a sailboat. Um, or if you forget to. Do your zipper. It might also be <laughs> riding some of the wind day today. Last week, I got to uh, visit, have a routine checkup with my dentist. And uh, I love my dentist, by the way. He's great. Uh, I also like his staff. The hygienist that was working with me last week, she identified some type of rough spot on one of my gums and said, What's up with that spot on your gum? And I said, um, pretzel. Oh. And she said, so long it's not one of those Snyders of Hanover pretzels. And I said, are you serious? You, you mean my very favorite pretzels? <laughs> <laughs> um, but in my defense, the type that I get had been swapped out at the grocery because they were not available so they substitute the big sourdough, big, big as your mm-hmm. fist ones, and I had gone through a bag of those, and they're much more irritating than the ones I normally have. So we agreed to compromise that if I wouldn't have the big ones, then I could still have the. Do you do the little, the little tiny, like, the little nibblers? The, the little nib- yeah, nibblers yeah. is what I do. Yeah. So it's like the pretzel rods, but they're cut like the into, size of into tenths. Yeah, they're about that size. So I find I, I, I enjoy those, and and I love a good pretzel. But here, according to the dentist. The worst food for your teeth. Number one, candy. Of course, high concentration in sugar, particularly sticky or sour candy. It interacts with bacteria within uh, plaque and releases a harsh acid that breaks down the enamel. Even worse, candy that's stuck to your teeth can, you know, launch tooth decay. Bread. Bread is a dental health culprit because your saliva breaks down bread starches into sugar that sugar gives away to acid production, which breaks down teeth. Hmm, I would not considered that one. Alcohol. 
There's nothing wrong with that necessarily to cause your teeth, but it's the long term. So it says you brush up. Alcohol causes dry mouth, which means there's a lack of saliva to wash away cavity causing sugary acids. So keep that in mind. He, uh, he being my dentist, has also been on to me about the ongoing sipping of Diet Coke. So Diet Coke would be better if you'll just drink a Diet Coke over a 10 or 15-minute period and then not that? have one than the constant <laughs> sipping. And I said, so I can't have a Diet Coke IV is what you're telling me? And he said, no. You, can't have, well, you well, cannot have a Diet Coke drip. Wouldn't that be okay, though, if it's an IV? It's not even hitting your teeth. Well, I just, uh, yeah. Uh, I still think it's taken orally when you do that. It would really bypass your teeth. I know that you don't, but if you would use a straw, it bypasses your teeth. Now, conversely, here are some beneficial foods for your teeth: fruits and vegetables. Any vegetable or fruit that is rich in fiber is a good choice for your oral health. The fibrous texture of the fruit or vegetable can help keep your teeth clean and trigger saliva production. Dairy. It's apparently a home run for your teeth. Yeah, oh, we've yeah, always yeah, heard yeah. that, right? Drink, drink milk, milk give yeah. you give you strong teeth and bones. Not only do milk, cheese, and yogurt produce significant saliva, but the calcium and phosphates found in dairy remineralize and strengthen tooth enamel. Low sugar foods are good. Water is good. And also as a footnote, if you're going to have treats, have them with your meals. And I think that goes back to... Even if you have the same amount of Diet Coke, if you have it over a shorter period of time, it means the saliva in your mouth can rid of the coating and everything that might be impacting your teeth. So keep it contained to that. Now, I gave you a little bit of bad news. Kit Kat has a new Witch's Brew flavor for Halloween. So hmm. in case we don't care Didn't what the dentist says, Witch's Brew, I don't know. Um I felt like this was a little some, bit familiar. I feel like this was a Dennis Cook thing last year. Maybe. Oh, sorry, Sarah Cook. Well, it says Hershey's has brought back Kit Kat's Witch's Brew for 2021. The Spooky Bite first came out last year. Uh, I so I right. that, that... But we were a little worried that it would be returning to fill up trick-or-treaters, bags, and buckets. So the good news is, yes, that it will be back. And they do have the snack size as well. Hmm. So that's yeah. right. maybe that'll keep dentists happy. We won't have a lot of it. We'll just mm-hmm. have a little bit. Also, Hershey's Vampire Kisses are back for Halloween. Last year, they went in by releasing a bunch of new candy, and they are bringing back the Vampire Kisses that are uh, their milk chocolate filled with strawberry-flavored cream. Ugh. I'll try it. I mean, they got to be that. I mean, they have to I do that if one, they can't but... call them Vampire. Ugh. Vampire Kisses. I'm Dracula. No. I'm solid. What's that? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I my count my Dracula usually ends up being more like Count from Sesame Street. Uh, 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 I love to count. Well, he's than... a friendly Dracula, right? I mean, he's, he's a he's vampire. A friendly count. I yeah. don't know if he's see. He, Is uh, all Draculas are? No, wait a minute. Yeah, all Draculas are vampires. Not all vampires are Draculas. So the Count on Sesame Street, he's not a Dracula. He's just a vampire. Okay. Fair enough? Yeah, I think but that's they're right. like cousins, aren't they? Oh, sure. I mean, mm-hmm. sure. they're from the same genus mm-hmm. and phyla. 
and species and whatever all that means. Order, right? Yes. A new study says one hot dog claims 36 minutes off your life. Oh, dear. Watch out, Joey, Ch- Joey Chestnut. One hot dog <laughs> claims 36 minutes off your life. One soda could shorten your life by 12 minutes, it says. Now, on the other side of things, you can uh, you can add, what was I saw? Uh, more fruit, more vegetables, nuts, legumes, and select seafood can help add time to your life. So keep it balanced. But, yeah, we were just talking about soda. So every soda says 12 minutes. And but yeah, Sam, I'm kind of with you. I did the math, so I went back. You were concerned about Joey Chestnut at this news, so I calculated. And Joey Chestnut, based upon his hot dog consumption, if you subtract 36 minutes for every hot dog, Joey Chestnut will live until sometime during 1984. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get to a break. We'll come back. We've got today's water cooler question coming up here on In the Know. Did you know there are 12 times more trees on Earth than stars in the Milky Way? Really? Not in the universe, but in the Milky Way alone, there are 12 times more trees on Earth than stars in the Milky Way. I don't know who counted them. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm... I wouldn't have wanted that job. I would lose count I, I, so many times. I would ma- be fired. Imagine how bad that would be. You'd count, <laughs> and then somebody would come up and talk to you, and then oh. fourteen million, and you got to go back to one. One. <laughs> That's why you put them in piles. Mm-hmm. You know, you put them in smaller increments mm-hmm. so that you don't have to start at one. That is well, wonder. What happens like with trees when somebody plants a new one? Do you got to go back and count that? It seems like to me, you know, we'd always talked about the the line. If you had to count all the Chinese people. You would never get to the end because the reproduction rate is mm-hmm. so if you start it, you would just never be able to do it. So it's kind of like that with trees. New trees sprout all the time, but wildfires take out trees. I don't know. It sounds like complicated math, and I'm glad that I don't have to participate in it. Yeah, because I'm not good at math. In, in, in the words of the great Barbie Millicent Roberts, <laughs> math is hard. <laughs> um, so here's today's water cooler question. It's your chance to win if you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older. You are going to text your answer to 270-259-6000. Text your answer to 270-259-6000. And the question is, I was going to do like a, a tone log. And the question goes a little something like this. Here it is. 70% of men, 7 in 10 men, say they have this in their vehicle at all times. 7 in 10 men say they have this in their vehicle at all times. 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. I am in the minority. Really? On this. Oh, yeah. Seven in ten men say have this in their vehicle at all times. What do you think? Am I, what side am I on? I, I think that you are in the minority as well. Oh. Seven in ten men oh, say they have this in their vehicle at all times. 
270-259-6000. The Weekend Box Office Free Guy takes the top spot for the second week in a row, the uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, movie. But Paw Patrol came in at number two. Jungle Cruise at three. Don't Breathe two at four. Respect at five. There's your top five at the movie theater. Now, is your house Paw Patrol? Is Alea a Paw Patrol fan? She's kind of grown beyond Paw Patrol. She was way way in on Paw Patrol in the beginning. She's got, she still uses a couch, a Paw Patrol little couch Mm -hmm. that folds out into a bed, but um, she's, um, yeah, she's just kind of So you're not going to be seeing this movie more than likely? I hope not. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I would doubt. I would doubt very seriously that she's going to circle back to the Paw Patrol movie. Okay. Out of all those, I would. I mean, oh, Jungle Cruise would be the only one that I would want to yeah, see. Yeah, I definitely want to see Respect when it's uh, available on HBO or wherever. Now, the big question about for Jeopardy fans is Mike Richards. All right, who got? I'm not saying he didn't deserve to be canceled. I've not actually seen what he said that was supposedly misogynistic. So he might have very well might have very well deserved it. I'm I'm not contesting that he does or he, he doesn't. But he clearly got canceled for something he had said in the past. So he stepped down as new host of Jeopardy. But here's the dilemma. He taped five shows, mm-hmm. which is basically in the Jeopardy shooting schedule one day. So they'll do They'll do about a week and a day. So, because the other thing is if you look, the returning champion coincidentally wears the same clothes every day Mm -hmm. until they get into those multiples of five and then you see a wardrobe change, et cetera. So it's kind of how you can can keep track. But what do they do with those five shows? I think you keep them. Do they go to the trouble of showing the five shows, like the lost episodes, the five episodes that Mike Richards hosted? What about what happens to the winners? Yeah, there's continuity. See, so what do they, because you have a returning champion every day, then those Mm -hmm. five games somehow impacted or two games into they might have changed champions and then you got to re- there's probably not one returning champion that went through all five that they can stitch together and go right. uh, amended winnings <laughs> you know, yeah. the, this this isn't the price is right or something where that's it's right different every single right. time they're not completely modular they're not they're family the, the, feud there's or, context between all of well, the I guess shows family feud returns too don't they uh no not no, anymore? They, no, no not they anymore do. they don't they yeah they don't have returning at least at least not in the celebrity version they certainly don't mm-hmm. but do they on the daily version do they repeat it's been so long since i've watched it i, I don't feel know i think they do you but might i be could right, be wrong Sam. i don't know but now they're wondering well so did mike richard did mike richards rig the process to get him the job because he's the executive producer do they go to ken jennings He's now widely considered as maybe being the odds-on favorite. He's the easiest favorite because they thought they had a plan, and now they don't even have guest hosts lined up. Apparently in 2018, Alex Trebek floated two names that he thought would be good successors, and neither of them even got auditions as guest hosts. One's a CNN. One's a CNN host, and one of them's an athlete, as I recall. Oh, really? I don't even... um... Here's one. What about like Peyton Manning? I could see him being really good at you know, it. No, he's got his own game show over there. That, oh, does he? Yeah, he's, I don't know. It's like he's, Quiz he's Bowl or something. I don't know. Quirky enough. He's got enough humor, but he's intelligent. 
Because I feel like that's what you need. You need somebody who's intelligent but yet has a good sense of humor. I think his southern drawl, the way that he speaks, uh-huh. is going to be fatiguing to the nation. Uh-huh. You've got well, to see. We're used to that. So in our business, in our business, you you kind of um, it's what I call Omaha. If you have worked in Omaha or you have a middle Midwestern Omaha, Nebraska type of accent, you can almost work about anywhere in the country. If you have a New York accident, accent, you don't play well in Texas, et cetera, but you kind of split the difference if you're from the Midwest. A Cincinnati accent. <laughs> yes. By the way, yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah. The sheriff was taking umbrage with your – it's Bengals. It's not Bengals. Oh, Bengals. Something closer to that. Bengals. <laughs> uh, I, I was listening to I'm his sorry, shots. Say it again. Bengals. Okay. Uh, that's closer. Uh, flip or flop. Tarek. Tarek. How do you say his name, hon? I think it's Tarek. Tarek. Uh, he's 40 years old, and he and his team have reportedly demanded several crew members working on flip or flop be removed for his upcoming spinoff because there have been leaks in the crew. On how the show's going to go. Well, is he just so mad because Christina is doing so well with her Christina Probably. on the Coast show? Probably. It's just sour grapes. Is, is this it, the one that he was married to the wife and then yes. they divorced? They had and, the show. Okay. And, yeah. now, and she's doing really well. Okay. Um, yeah, I can see him just being sour. Lizzo says she no longer wears deodorant, just like Matthew McConaughey. She says she smells better. I, don't, I guess I don't want to get close enough to her to find out. But what is it with people all of a sudden? Listen, if if all of you all quit wearing deodorant and then you start thumping, listen, we got we we're gonna we're gonna have a big problem, or at least as far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned. And um, Sam is saddened. He was in tears this morning when I came in because BTS has uh, postponed their tour again. He's Sam's big into K-pop, right? Like some Gangnam right, Sam, Style, aren't right? Aren't you big into K-pop? How can in you not K-pop? like Gangnam Style? And the uh, answer to the water cooler question today. If you if your number ends in forty five eleven, you knew the answer was cologne. Yeah, no, I don't, Seven I in ten that. men say they always have cologne. Oh, I'm calling. I'm calling BS. in their car. One day I ran out of Stetson and just didn't replace it, so it's <laughs> why I don't have it anymore. We gotta get to a break. We'll come back. You know you wear Lady Stetson too. Get over your zone. We gotta get to a break. We'll come back. The water cooler question, point to ponder, and chart toppers ahead here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Been a lot of talk in the news over the last uh, certainly couple of weeks about America's exit from Afghanistan. How many Americans can even find Afghanistan on a map? If you asked 100 on a street, I'd be shocked if you could have five. Five out of 100? Probably depends upon could, where. Could you? Uh, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can find. I can I find could. Afghanistan. I, I could. I yeah, could. I, I think so. Seventeen out of one hundred, according to Nat Geo. I looked it up. Seventeen percent of people can find. Seventeen percent of Americans can find Afghanistan on a map. It's right across from Uzbekistan, right? Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, mm-hmm. and all the stands. Not exactly, but it's somewhat adjacent from those. Um, what do you need to know about tonight? 
David Spade, I thought this was an odd selection because uh, I like David Spade, but I'm not going to watch this show. David Spade is hosting, uh, guest hosting Bachelor in Paradise on ABC. Really? Yeah, does he get... To, um, That's a little bit different than does he Chris have, Harrison. Does he have to check his snark at the door? I hope not. Because That's if he doesn't bring way. his snark, then I don't want any yeah. part of it. That's the only way I would watch it. Like that? Is if he gets to be him. Right. I just want, I want to then be. Then I would watch. Right. Well, I don't know that I will, but I certainly won't if you make him leave his snark I mean, at that's the door. The good thing about him. On ABC, the series premiere of The Ultimate Surfer. 14 up and coming surfers arrive at the World Surf League's state of the art surf ranch in Lemoore, Lemoore, California. On MTV, the series premiere of something called Messiness. I won't be watching it, but I, saw, I will tell you what I'm going to be watching tonight. I saw a preview to the surfing show. Oh, to the surfing show? Uh-huh. All right. So I might hit the DVR on it and just record it and see if it's something that, like I said, there's so little on. But tonight, there's definitely something on that I want to watch. The New Orleans Saints are playing on ESPN. Oh, Landon Young. I think there's is wouldn't there be a good chance that oh. Landon's going to play tonight? In fact, I think I read a stat last week that he has one of the top five highest ratings for a rookie offensive tackle. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. He's a draft pick, so I mean, he's I, I believe. I mean, certainly he's made the team, uh, but will he make the fifty-three man roster? And mm-hmm. like how that's all going to work out, I don't know. And some of those decisions will be based upon. How he plays tonight and the opportunity that he gets. So I'll be looking. I can't even remember now. I looked it up. It was. I should have known this, but I looked it up on Saturday because I was looking over the preseason schedule and I was like, oh, Saints don't play till Monday night. Have you talked to him about us getting a jersey in here? Uh, Uh, We need like a framed Landon Young jersey, don't we? Sure, we do. Or a UK one, too. I mean, that one works as well. A UK Landon Young jersey. Listen, and and even if if he won't listen to me, I. I, I can sweet talk his mamma into getting us one. We could be no problem. I'm sure you, you see her at least once a week, don't you? I sure do. Sorry, yesterday. I even gave a public service announcement in Sunday school class to the gathering of saints about the saints gathering tonight. Now, I used now, that as my lever to now get into Now, has mamma got her, gotten her Landon Young jersey yet? Yes. So oh, they yeah. play the Jaguars. Oh. Yeah, the, they no. play Urban Meyer. That's what I'm reading. Sure. That sounds right. I'm not sporty. And, you know, we're, the Saints are probably needing Drew Bledsoe. You know, that this quarterback by committee thing, I'm not sure how that's going to work out. (laughs) Um, The quarterbacks didn't play very well in the first week. In Seattle. For the Saints. Today's highlight in history, this date in 2008, Democratic presidential candidate Barack Obama introduced his choice of running mate, Senator Joe Biden of Delaware. I don't know if you've ever heard of either of those people. Mm-mm. In 1305, Scottish rebel leader Sir William Wallace was executed by the English for treason. So, you'll never take away his freedom, but you can't execute him. <laughs> right? Is that what Mel Gibson says? You'll never take our freedom. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Takuma Sato won his second Indianapolis 500 one year ago today. Oh, they ran yeah, it in August last yeah, year. Right. No fans in the stands. Birthdays. Barbara Eden is 90. I Dream of Jeannie is 9 wow. to the 0 today. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Richard Sanders is 81 today. 
You want to ask me who Richard Sanders is? WKRP. That's right. Les Nestman from WKRP is 81 today. Shelly Long. Oh, I hated Shelly Long on Cheers. <laughs> she was not my favorite. No, she was not. And she was just always an antagonist to Sam. Yeah. She's 72 today. Rick Springfield is 72. Jay Moore is 51. And Scott Kahn is 51 as well. Scott Kahn most recently starred in Hawaii Five O as Dano. Gone but not forgotten, Louis the Sixteenth, born in seventeen fifty four. Keith Moon, the drummer from the Who, was born in this date in nineteen forty six. Chart toppers. Nineteen fifty three. Last Paul and Mary Ford. Via con Dios, my darling. I was convinced this was a Slim Whitman song. Thanks to afternoon television. Definitely very slow. Slim Whitman's greatest hits. Maybe they remade the Slim Whitman song here. Maybe it is a Slim Whitman song. I don't know. Maybe that's like Mule Skinner Blues. Everybody has a version of it. Let's go to 1962. Ray Charles is number one. With You Don't Own Me. You don't know me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said, did I say own or no? I don't know. It's that other song, You Don't Own Me. Let's go to 1971. Pretty good year. <laughs> and it just happens to be 50 years ago that this was number one. feel like I'm at a Mountaineers game right now. Or at a bar on Broadway in Nashville. <laughs> right yeah, after they finish this, they'll play Wagon Wheel. Yep. <laughs> I'll listen to Wagon Wheel. Or something worse. <laughs> Friends in low places. Yeah. <laughs> 1980. Olivia Newton-John. 1980. I was a whole nine years old. I was almost one. 1989. <laughs> Paula Abdul. Cold hearted. She cold hearted. Talk about somebody you haven't heard about in a while. Since American Idol. Like, what is she? She's kind of. Oh, Sam, she Ooh. was she was on with Cedric the Entertainer on America's Funniest, uh, on a, uh, America's At Home Videos just on Friday. Was she? Yes. Yeah, trying to do, See, like, I, I home was, renovation or something. I was preoccupied on Friday. Hmm. Yeah, what was going on? I don't know. Uh, the Goo Goo Dolls. This is a good song. Iris, number one in 98. In 07, Plain White Tees, Hey There, Delilah. And five years ago today, Calvin Harris featuring Rihanna, This Is What You Came For. All right, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. You will never find time for anything. You must make it. You will never find time for anything. You must make it. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.